Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 164 of the official podcast. We've heard your cries. You want more guests. So we've decided to bring on one of the most highly requested guests for the last couple months. It is the one and the only Jackson Clark. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, everyone. You may know me from the official podcast. I'm just happy to be here. I've heard good things about this show and what it can do for a man's career. So I'm excited <laughs> to get into it. Ooh, you, what is that accent? Where are you from? A uh, little little country down south called uh, Australia. Oh, fuck. You're from Australia. How are you doing with those wildfires? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm not dealing with them. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably doing the least amount of work for the wildfires that anyone in Australia is doing. Are you so staying safe? I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty safe here. My my, I'm pretty sure the whole neighborhood that I'm in is flame retardant, so I am safe. What does that mean? Being. All your houses are made out of like the fireman's suit or something. No, what it means is I'm pretty sure like we are comfortably away from any kind of flammable uh, material. I mean, apart from the houses themselves. Yeah, I was going to say guess. houses themselves yeah. are flammable. <laughs> pretty yeah, sure but the, the fire won't get to us then. What if someone starts well, a new fire near you, though? Well, yeah, that, that's yeah, that's the only issue is if a uh, arsonist decides that this looks like prime. Like a prime location to set a blaze, in which case I am in trouble. Do you think so anyone would do a, that? I saw apparently a video people have a lot of people have been arrested for for uh, starting starting fires, including one yeah, firefighter. I saw a video of an arsonist getting arrested and being walked out of court, and he was grinning, happy that he had done it, oh. being all smug about it. So, don't you think those people, especially giving what's been happening in australia and you know billion what what was it like half a billion animals dying shouldn't that guy be publicly executed like tortured to death oh i would be fine i would be fine with that yeah yeah the amount of the amount of just absolute destruction these animals have have helped cause they deserve nothing more nothing less than public execution what what do you mean the animals have helped cause the animals are starting the fires they're losing their homes jackson what's wrong with you the arsonists (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's like Jackson said the destruction the animals have helped cause. I'm calling for more animals to be killed in wake yeah. of this. He's insulting the arsonists, but you probably the no, worst. No, don't insult. talk to me. I want the co- more koalas dead. <laughs> no, that's what Charlie wants. Yeah, Charlie's yeah, one that are against them for some reason. No, yeah, I just happened to, like four episodes ago where Charlie ha- showed his true colors. I just happen to know that they're. The dumbest animals on the planet doesn't mean so I they don't them. deserve to die. I didn't no, say they the did. Fuck? I just said th- you, you sound like it. you did. You thought it. Yeah. You can't even. Did you, you? You know those videos of people like feeding koalas and rescuing them and giving them water. You know if you give them water directly from the bottle, it can kill them. Like they're fucking useless. They're hard to even rescue. Apparently, the fires cause them so much confusion that when they get down the tree, they run into the fire. They run the, nah. the incorrect direction. It's so it's so sad, but also, Damn it, yeah, I feel bad I for mean, them. So what? They're it's, like really, it's really hard to protect them. I don't know why evolution <laughs> fucked them so hard in particular. I know. They're, yeah, so I mean, they're still not as bad as pandas, right? I mean, the panda would just jump off the branch right into the fire, tumble into it like a <laughs> yeah, fat baby. Not, not even, not even. The fucking fire would start and the panda would jump off the branch and land on its neck and kill itself. Uh, 
I mean, that, yeah, was, man, that would people... be a pretty painless death compared to burning alive. I'll be honest, I got a little angry when I saw that guy just being walked out of, you know, he's oh, getting yeah. the perp walk and he's just smirking, grinning, like, yeah, fuck you, fuck That's you, because whatever, he's going Australia. To, he's only going to prison, he's only going to prison, which he can start fires and they're all he wants. <laughs> yeah, he's only he's going, going to prison, he's... that's not a deterrent, take these people, put, give them the ISIS treatment, motherfucker, put them in a cage and burn them alive for everyone to see and throw rotten fruit at. That's what he deserves. Oh, that's that's poetic. That's that beautiful. would be super poetic. Yeah, God, I'll never he start his own fire. We can we can make him make him light the fire that causes his death. That'd be oh, dope. that's cool. Or feed him to animals. That would also work. Fuck it. Either feed one. Either fire. way. Ooh, yeah. A nice feed public deterrent. Like you want to fuck with shit. Koalas will probably eat themselves instead somehow. <laughs> <laughs> the pandas just sit they don't partake they just starve they start starving yeah. you have to con- you have to convince pandas you have to like actively force them to fuck it's honestly yep. a miracle we don't actively have to force them to uh, eat and breathe reproduce yeah we, Man, I, I, I was really about to say we, we do have like repro- like we have people that help them reproduce yeah. Or assist in, in, in their population control. Anyway, I wanted to ask, what is the international... Because I haven't really kept up to date beyond, like, supporting in whatever way I can with the, with the uh, you know, f- the fires. Um, what, what, was, what has the international kind of response been? Have, have you guys heard it's much about fault. it over in, like, the US? <laughs> well, right. yeah, everyone's rallying <laughs> to help. Like, Twitch yeah. streamers and shit, everyone's doing big charity drives for the Australian wildfires. There's, it's even more local, too. There's fucking billboards here in Tampa saying, uh, save Aus Aww. and its websites to donate to the Australian fire. Yeah, but relief. what have you actually done? Well, what have you actually uh, done? Uh, uh, hold, hang on a minute, Jackson. I'm every no, hang on. Day. Jackson, are you calling me out? Oh, how, how did you know that I bought an Australian-themed skin in Call of Duty? With a hundred percent of the proceeds <laughs> going to Australian fire relief, take that. Oh, sorry. What have you Thank done? You mm-hmm. So I thought. Yeah, I, you know, I, I would be curious. I would be curious to see where all of that money went because people raised a lot of money. Obviously, you know, I, I even heard about this one supermodel who started selling her nudes to be donated yeah, uh, yeah, to yeah. have the proceeds donated. <laughs> we but, saw but where did nudes. that money go considering <laughs> that you know nobody actually did stop the fires so what what helped what happened where's that money now we actually we actually just take the politicians actually just take all the money go out into the desert and burn it to the the fire gods <laughs> they throw it into <laughs> the, the fire please fuel the, it the fire gods they pray to that large <laughs> yeah, rock you guys have yeah uluru it, was it the fucking rock sahelu you just all pray to it no, with it was, your money. Yeah, Uluru. What? Uluru. I just said Uluru. <laughs> You're like the fucking Navi from Avatar. <laughs> just so primitive. <laughs> You're surrounded by water. Or as rock. You're a tiny country surrounded by water and you cannot figure out a way to extinguish some fires. God, you guys suck. Let's kind let's of crazy start, how let's that giant rock is in like the exact middle of Australia though, right? Pretty pretty crazy. Like dead in the middle, is it? Yeah, I don't know. Almost, give or take a few thousand kilometers. Do you think there's another one just like it, but it just hasn't been found? It's somewhere in Australia. Well, it's not small. It's pretty like hard to miss. 
What do you mean? It's like hiding somewhere? I don't know. Like, there's a, probably a ton of landmass in Australia that people just haven't been to because there's no real point. Maybe there's another giant rock. <laughs> no what point. do you mean landmass? <laughs> satellite images. Yeah, I guess satellite would put a real wrench in that plan. There's like a hidden Australia like, you're talking about. But let me let me ask you, is there a real drive at all to explore Australia? Do you still have people going out into that desert looking for shit? Is there a point anymore? Yeah, oh, um, not really, like, going to explore. Yeah. Th- there's no real purpose out there, no, but people have. It sounds miserable. Dude, I mean, dude, what place on Earth is there still left to explore? Because I would like to explore The ocean. It. Yeah, the ocean. Yeah, the depths of the oceans, yeah, but, I mean, land mass. It's not like there's any country left where some person has not wandered into. Well, it's like what Jackson said. With satellite imagery, we've pretty much explored the entirety of land mass. We can see everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's not, probably not so much explored, but definitely seen or had like an, you know, an overhead perspective yeah. on it. We just need satellites yeah. for the ocean, and then we're covered. Yeah, that would be cool. Like Google Ocean, whatever the hell they would call it, deep dive. just the depths of it. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be super cool. Google deep dive like sounds, how, uh, sounds cool. Like how you have on Google Maps, you have the little guy where you can move him around the street. You have a little submarine and you yeah. can pilot it in the ocean. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. You, you can look rooms. around and then Google's going to start collecting like personal data on all the fish and crabs and shit. Start showing them personalized <laughs> advertising for new shells. <laughs> and whenever, you see it, whenever you see a crab, its face is going to be pixelated by the auto generation. <laughs> <laughs> Give them the right to vote. <laughs> yeah, that would be fucking cute that'd be awesome people would be hunting for these little like almost easter eggs you know those squids or whatever the hell they are that can camouflage themselves perfectly the google cameras are just gonna bruise right past them would you guys would you guys prefer to visit space or or go to like the deepest section of the of the ocean space probably dip- space Depends where in space. I don't just want to really visit the ISS. No, yeah, We've that's all that. I mean. You're just entering space. You're floating around orbit. Nah. But what, what I meant was, in terms of like the risk and isolation of both events, like which one do you would you feel more comfortable visiting? Oh, fuck! I think space I'd be pissing the, myself in both. Yeah, space yeah. would still be a little less scary than like the bottom of the ocean, though. You never know who's down at the bottom of the ocean. I, I feel like space is easier as well because the mass of what you're on can be much larger. You can build a much bigger spaceship than you can a submarine for the most part. Yeah, yeah, but for me, the scary part of going to space is not that I have to spend a week in the ISS. It's the part where I have to get on a rocket that has a track record of just spontaneously exploding on takeoff. That's what well, submarines me. aren't much better. Yeah, submarines, submarines exploded at the like the not deep true. Pressures. James Cameron went really far down. And <laughs> well, if James Cameron like did pussy. it, but how see, could so I lose? That's, that's also even if you told me it's one hundred percent safe, getting into one of those ultra submarines where you know they ride it down into the Marianas Trench, they can't build them too big, right? They have to be small because of all the insane pressure down there. Exactly. It's like a yeah. coffin, man. It's like you get this one little two-inch window that you can look out of, and the rest is just, it's basically a metal coffin that you are now entombed in. If anything goes wrong, there you go. That's your tomb, asshole. Yep. 
And I'm scared of that. So, I, I, so is space, though. I did some thinking on this a while ago, the idea of what's a job you would never, ever do. And I, I just think any work aboard a submarine, I couldn't do it. It's oh, so yeah, fucking it yeah. terrifying it a special claustrophobic. Kind of Imagine living yeah. in an environment where you can't even fully stand up and, and you're stuck there for about three months or however long. It's fucking well, terrifying you make your me. You make your own distraction and fun, right? We had, a, we had a patron very early on. I'm not going to mention his name. I don't want to get him in trouble. But remember how he told us that one of the rites of passage for any military member who was serving on a submarine was to go into the nuclear room and jack off oh, onto yeah. the reactor. <laughs> oh, yeah. What a display of power. I love it. All right, maybe living on a submarine is pretty good. I imagine some rookie just, like, on his first day accidentally coming on, like, a super critical component of the reactor and the submarine <laughs> sinking because of it. Imagine causing billions of damage because you come hit the wrong Sprays spot. Sprays radioactive jizz in the air. The ocean's contaminated. Yeah, I mean... That cum would start mutating before it even hits the core, oh, right? Yeah. And then what? You have to deal with these mutants, mermen. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> like a great horror ship. movie. That's cool. That is a cool. Trapped on a submarine with semen babies, like oh man, <laughs> mutated semen on a semen. It's per- on a semen with semen. It's mm. perfect. It just it's it like the aliens itself. movie where it bursts out of your chest, but it bursts out of your ball sack instead. <laughs> <laughs> All of the idol come. It's alien babies now. That's a that's another thing I was thinking about lately. Not enough horror movies go for the genitals. You ever notice how like every <laughs> horror movie ever, it's like I'm a I'm a torturous man. I'm gonna do fucked up things to you. But they never like cut their balls off or kick them in the vagina or anything. It's hard yeah, to make it's that never... a non-adult rated movie though. That's true. Yeah. You yeah, need to watch horror to be... porn instead. <laughs> Horror porn or just regular BDSM porn. Yeah, it's, you know, you watch Rambo 2 or Rambo 3. I don't know. They have him strapped to a bed frame and electrocuting him. And it just all the while you could just squeeze his balls. This is all so unnecessary. <laughs> you could just torture him. He is a man. Just grab him by the balls and squeeze them until he yelps for help and tells you all of the secrets of the U.S. government. You don't have to go to all of these fancy lengths to hurt a man. <laughs> Can you guys remember make for a short movie. To be squeezed. What, what was the most recent movie you remember? <laughs> yeah, God, that would be so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you fought your balls out and dangle them around in front of the serial killer. <laughs> I just, I taunt Kim Jong-un like, yeah, look at these balls, you fucking bitch. Yeah, Korea sucks. I would sure hate if you squeeze them. Yeah. Ooh. With all your might. Don't do that. <laughs> What was the last movie you guys remember that actually had, like, cock and ball torture in it or something like that? Because the only one I can remember is... Oh, uh, James Bond. Yeah, James Bond. It's like Casino Royale. Yeah, where he's sitting in the chair and Mads Mikkelsen starts hitting him with the sack in his sack. Yeah, that was such an uncomfortable scene, too. Yeah, it was fucking terrible. Like, James Bond and Crank 2. In Crank 2, they strap him to... They they take Jason Statham in some sort of a warehouse and they start tasing his balls. Yeah, fucking that, the Crank really... Two also has the also has the scene where the fat guy gets attacked by the prostitute and she calls him BB balls yeah. and slams a bike into his balls. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Until they start bleeding, I remember that scene. That's a great movie. That is a great movie. Yeah, Jason yeah. Statham is great. Did you guys know that pound for pound, Jason Statham is I think the top billing actor meaning that if you have jason statham in your movie you're almost guaranteed to make money even if it's a shitty movie even if it's a low budget thing so 
apparently, despite not being a good actor, that's why he gets a lot of jobs. Is that he sells like tickets? Good luck he's job. very charismatic. Yeah, that's his thing. he's fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, he's fun. What a great I, guy! I wouldn't be surprised. Did you guys but see? It's fun to wear. Did you see the oh. watch he was wearing in his newest movie? Yeah. Oh yeah, you're talking about MVMT the movie. Right, movement the movie where Jason did backflips for twenty minutes while wearing a movement watch and sunglasses. It was a great film. I don't oh, think we the can say this. It made money because Jason Statham was in it. Yeah, yeah. That's not the reason these movies make money and and look good and are successful. It's because they have movement watches in them. That's right. Tell them more, Andrew. Well, now's the time to move on to the internet's favorite underdog success story. Success story of movement watches. They were founded on the belief. That style shouldn't break the bank, and they've sold almost 2 million watches worldwide by bringing you quality designs at fair prices. Listen, men, men out there, if you're listening, if you want to look like Jason Statham, well, thank God. If you want to look like Jason Statham, Kaya, you're going to need mm-hmm. to get something stylish, something nice. You know, there's only so, it's only so far that you can go with a nice haircut, maybe a good shirt. You're going to need to accessorize. You're going to need some watches. You're going to need some sunglasses. Mm-hmm. You're going to need some blue light filtering glasses so you don't look like a super dork on the computer. So, yeah, you're going to want to go. I mean, can you imagine all movement. the people who don't filter the blue lights? Eventually, they're going to hurt their eyesight. They're going to be squinting around. Exactly. They're going to have to get one of those, you know, yeah, they won't even be able to see glasses. the fires coming. You won't even see. Jason Everything will just look like a blur. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why if you go to movement, you can start looking sharp with a movement watch that starts at just ninety five dollars. You would pay about four hundred dollars for the same thing from a traditional Dude, brand. That. That's fucking stupid. Why would you pay four times as much for the same thing? Are you dumb? Yeah, you could get four watches at Movement. Yeah, Movement sold. One for what each appendage of, on your <laughs> yeah, body. Yeah, one for each limb. Get some leg watches. That's cool. That's the next trend. <laughs> like Exodia. <laughs> yeah. And then one around your neck. Yeah. <laughs> you do cartwheels and everyone always knows what time it is. Movement has sold <laughs> Movement has sold almost 2 million watches in over 160 countries. You can get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com/official. Movement's launching new styles on their site all the time. Check out the latest at mvmt.com. Go to mvmt.com/official for 15% off of your next manly big boy testosterone-fueled watch. Join the movement. No, I love movement watches. Me too. Mm-hmm. We all, I love we all wear movement watches. All of us have a good yeah. handful of them because they're just so good. They're just so different. M- MVMT.com slash official. We haven't done this in a That's while. Right. Let's spell it out. MVMT. Go. With Jack Jason Order. Statham uh, movies. There's only oh, two. Oh. Fit mechanic. <laughs> I know. Mechanic yeah, mechanic. Too. Yeah, okay. So there uh, go the two M's. Uh, Wait, uh, is it Transporter? Movie? Yeah, Transporter okay. for T. I don't okay. think we're going to get something for V. Uh, are you sure? Yeah. How about... Uh, <laughs> He's on IMDb. This is, I am. <laughs> Viva La Madness. There you go. It's coming what out. It came out last year. There you go. Is that? Is he in that? It is a TV show that he was in an episode of. Yes. Okay. Fair count? enough. So Mechanic, Viva La Madness, Mechanic 2, Transporter. <laughs> dot com. Slash official. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jason Statham, for taking a low-budget role last year. <laughs> that helped out a lot. 
<laughs> hey, he's a fun fucker. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Who, who do you guys think would be the funnest actor to hang out the with? The Rock. Really? Yeah. I mean, mm. look at him. I feel like he's fake. He seems really? like a good guy. I just don't... Yeah, what, would, I don't th- like, what would you do with I The think Rock, he'd, though? What would you do with no, any but celebrity? I think he'd, yeah, I think he'd be too, like... I guess responsible with his image to do anything crazy and fun. Yeah, he'd be real boring to hang out with, I think. Charlie Sheen. I mean, it's kind of... Oh, an Charlie Sheen's guy, dangerous. I yeah. wouldn't fuck with that. Are you You'd die me? if you hung out with Charlie Sheen. It, yeah, but you would have fun asshole. before you died. That's true. A lot of coke and whores. Maybe a little bit of HIV. Tiny bit of AIDS in your ass, but... You know, it's I can't actually think pay. of anyone. I can't think of any celebrity off the top of my head where I'm like, yeah, they would be super fun to be around. I feel like it's all going to be the same. Well, yeah, at the end of yeah. the day, don't meet your heroes. None of them are going to be I as think, cool as they are portrayed. Yeah, like this is a different question from which one would be a decent person or, or you know, you would like to be friends with them. Like Keanu Reeves is an easy answer, but fun yeah, like actually have some good days. I I don't know. I yeah. can't think I mean, of one you, at the top of my head. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, you don't know jack shit of any of them. Like Keanu Reeves, yeah. while he's got that image, he could be the most boring and unfun person on the planet. What if he's a real downer? Yeah. What if you start hanging out with him in person? He's just constantly like, "Today kind of sucks. Uh, it looks like it's gonna rain. Ha- my coffee was cold. This this is boring." You don't know. You don't know them either, Andrew. You don't know if they're gonna be negative. They could be awesome. Well, when, could I, be dope. when I said you don't know them, I was lo- I was saying like the general public, me included. I thought you were tr- mm. trying to be the gatekeeper of who's no, cool no, in terms no, of the celebrity I world. I don't know jack shit about them either. None of us do. Unless you personally know these celebrities, you don't know a goddamn thing about them. Are there any celebrities you guys personally know? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, there was a girl I was friends with in middle school who's now like an ESPN host, I think. That's What's not a name? celebrity. What's well, the closest I've got? I'm not going to give her name just in case. I don't want people to harass her. Especially <laughs> since I haven't seen her in over a decade and a half. <laughs> Charlie sent us. Charlie from middle school sent us. Charlie is still he's thinking about you. Want to go on a date? He, he's asking. <laughs> Was she hot? Uh, I used to have a crush I guess on is her. she hot? Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't checked in. Trying to think if I, I just know, know that that's your profession. Oh, I do know a celebrity. I know uh, a Florida a Panther, a hockey player, Nick Bugstad. Oh yeah, you yeah. told me about him. Yeah, I know him. Is he fun to hang he out? Yes, he's a very nice guy. I've hung out with him a couple times. But, uh, he... <gasps> we forgot James Allen McHugh. Oh, of course we do. God damn it! Well, I thought you were talking about like growing up with celebrities, like people uh, we've known we... in real life who have become celebrities. Oh, no. ah, that's a little still different. no. Well, we do know James Allen McCune. We like pretty much grew up with him, if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Two episodes. That's a whole childhood. Yeah. Ah, well, hold on. I have one. Deuce Gruden, who is the uh, uh, yeah the strength <laughs> coach for the Oakland Oakland Raiders right now, I believe. Is that the guy you showed me? The yeah. Big yeah. The meatball man. The giant monster muscle man. Fuck yeah. I grew up with him, kinda high school and above. I'd count that. I, I'd say anything yeah. before college is like it counts for that. 
That's cool. God, every time I think about him, I want to just go look at his muscles again. <laughs> Shit's wacky. He's making Fucking you gay. His muscles yeah. are nuts. <laughs> it was it was pretty insane. He yeah. looked like the muscliest man I've ever seen. It's all compact too because he's short. Yeah, so it all gets like really put on display. You get to see every muscle and like every indent in the muscles. It's crazy. The like crazy stop touching thing. yourself. <laughs> it's getting Charles uncomfortable getting again. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, like I, these I don't episodes know any. With Charlie brings juice up. <laughs> I'm not the same when I'm thinking about big muscles. <laughs> An insatiable lust for muscles. Fuck! <laughs> <coughs> 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 I got a couple of topics, but first, Jackson, I really want to hear about your side of the story of your visit to Disney, which Jack, oh, uh, yeah. Charlie, and Andrew oh, told me about. But according to them, it's a yeah. miserable hellhole. Yeah. I a quick hear recap of the of previous the episode. If you haven't listened to it, Charlie and I went on a, a nice little tangent on why Disney sucks and isn't great and is very, very what overrated. What did you guys give? Uh, I mainly focused on Epcot. I focused on how crowded it is, how you everything is a weight and everything I that thought, you wait thought, for isn't worth it. I thought we had fun in Epcot apart from the uh, the, the restaurant that we went to, which was god awful. Yeah. That's what I'm talking. Well, it, we we had fun because the rides were so goofy. We went on living off the land and finding and that was the greatest experience. Was super kids. <laughs> it sucked. I but. love living with the land. Don't you dare talk shit about living with the land. We sure could use that ed- education at the moment. You're already getting its name wrong. It's living off the land, not living Whatever. with the land, Look, I think. The, no, the rides it, are great, though, land. Jackson, because it, we all went on Spaceship Earth and Charlie fell asleep on the ride. Did I fall? Oh, I did. I fell asleep on that and Nemo ride a little bit. I was yeah. tired. It is living with the land, you son of a bitch. Mm. So was but it yeah, all uh, what Disney, you hoped for? No, so we we went there specifically because obviously I love Star Wars and I I couldn't come to America without seeing the recently opened Star Wars land. So I was super excited <laughs> to ride the two new rides and really take in the uh, the the planet of Batuu. So we get to Disney Disney World. Uh, what is it? Hollywood Studios. We go straight to Star Wars land. We we each paid about a hundred and thirty dollars each, probably for tickets. Um, we get there, and already the crowds are absolutely insane. It's like the most people I've ever seen cramped into one space possible. It was, it was almost impossible to move, and like traveling through Star Wars Land was damn near impossible. All of the rides had over like, the, the, you you couldn't you couldn't get access to them on the day. They were specifically saying no, no more, no more lining up, no more uh, availability of seats or anything like that. But mm-hmm. it, it doesn't stop there, Kaya, like. Even even the fucking shops were sold out of capacity. Yep. You weren't able to build a fucking lightsaber. The, the, all of the all of the slots had been filled for that for two weeks, so you couldn't get a slot for two weeks to spend money to build a fucking lightsaber. The only so thing you... I was able to do in Star Wars Land was buy blue milk. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, so that's what my uh, that's what my Star Wars, um, you know. Activity okay. was buying blue milk and consuming blue there's milk. There's also so that was awful. There's another one I forgot to mention that I thought was funny and I bring up sometimes. They do a little show, like they do a bunch of little impromptu shows, 
There, there's two yeah. that I want to mention that are very standout. First of all, there's a show that plays when you first get to Hollywood Studios. It's not in Star Wars world, but it's at the very front entrance. Well, I don't know what the mm. fuck it's called, like the Star Wars cosplay review or some shit. But it's a hundred percent not even close. It's called Star Wars Galaxies, uh, Galaxy Far Away or something. And that's that's the very first show, the one that plays every hour on the hour. <laughs> yeah, not the cosplay review. It's just a cosplay <laughs> show, though. But anyway, anyway. Yeah. So this show plays every hour on the hour, and the show it starts, and they start playing music, and the entire show is they play a clip from Star Wars, and that character walks out and poses and leaves. And that is the entire show for about 20 minutes. And then at the end, they all stand in a big group. And that's the entire show. They hype it up. They have this big swelling music. They have tiny little fireworks. And the whole show is like Boba Fett comes out and they show Boba Fett on the screen and he walks out and he goes, we'll meet again. Count on it. And then he leaves. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> And that's all he does. I loved it. I got to see my heroes <laughs> I, in person. It, I was fine with that. Oh god, like that was cool. Like Phasma, Fa, what's her name? Phasma, Captain Phasma. Yeah, she comes out. Sure. She comes out with little stormtroopers, and she goes, "Find where they're hiding," and they walk around a little bit, and then they leave. And like, that's the whole show. And then they all stand in a big group while playing the Star Wars theme. It's if you guys can find a clip of it on YouTube or or anywhere on the internet, I highly highly suggest you watch it because it's 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 not like it's rare like you said they play the play the same fucking show every 30 minutes i'm pretty sure they do like the actors all leave after the 15 minute show and then come back 15 (laughs) minutes later to do the exact same show oh god it's so good it's so good they try to pass it off as a show it must be a sad life but then but then later are you kidding me later in star wars world another story we didn't mention they they do a little like impromptu show where a uh, first order general uh, an empire general comes out and he's like i've heard reports of rebels walking around those motherfuckers and like everyone starts gathering around because it just happens on a stage and uh kylo ren shows up and the, the general's like what are your orders and kylo ren's like interrogate the merchants ask the rebels what they're doing see what's going on and he goes yes sir and kylo ren goes do not fail me and he starts force choking the general but this actor i think this actor really wanted to get into character and take some creative bounds when kylo ren starts force choking him this actor bends back at a 90 degree angle and starts going like at the top of his lungs and like screaming bloody murder What would you do if you were being force choked? Well, I'd probably be choking Jackson and have a hard time screaming. Well, is he being choked or force uh, frozen like he did with the blaster bolt in episode seven? I guess it's that. That's a good question. question. We'll have to ask. Hmm. You didn't expect that, did you? (laughs) But he's like contorting his spine while doing it. He's still moving. And he's like screaming as loud as he can. So Jackson, Uh, was it worth it? No, oh god, no. Fuck. Jesus, no. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, that's all I was curious it was, it about. Was the perfect shit cherry on top of my recent year of Star Wars exposure. <laughs> I said that really exact same thing. That. I called it a shit cherry on our adventure. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's cute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it was, it was awful. Uh, it really left a sour taste in my mouth how i couldn't even buy merchandise <laughs> without without having a reservation like people actually sign up for reservations to build a, like a 300 lightsaber yeah. fuck me 
Oh, that's pretty sucky, man. You couldn't even get a souvenir. That's feel bad well, for I did you. Get, I, I did manage to get a souvenir. I got a first order hat, just what I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did we mention that? Did we mention that on the podcast? How we made it a, a thing of collecting hats for Jackson? Yeah, it was cute, but it also took up so much fucking luggage space. It was really hard. My luggage was just crammed with hats from random places. <laughs> They were cool hats, though, at least. They were great hats. It is. I had my USA hat, my uh, first order hat, a lot of good hats. Best day ever hat. But anyway, we we left Star Wars Land pretty quickly, so we spent $130, give or take, to enter Star Wars Land. Oh, it was $160, um, Jackson, because it was park hopper tickets. Oh, yeah, we got park yeah. hopper tickets, because we knew that we probably weren't going to stay in Star Wars Land for very long once we saw the crowds. And we were right. We left within like an hour of getting there because everything was just booked out. There was no possibility of doing anything. I really <laughs> wanted to ride the rides too. The rides look fucking cool, but oh, well. oh, they're not. So we, the new one looks cool. <laughs> All right. So to be fair, I have not ridden the new one, but the the first one where you're like on a on a shipping freighter or something is awful because the ride basically it's it's kind of like a motion simulator but you're in control of it and you think that'd be cool like oh you can fire the lasers or move the ship or this and that so you get a team of six people to do that like with guns and engineering stuff and flying the ship but the entire ride from start to finish you have a like not a tour guide but a, a commander and the entire ride he's going move the ship up move it left to right fire the guns fire the guns move it left Fire the tow cable! Fire the guns! And it's like, you don't just get to fly it. You have to just keep following instructions mm. the whole time. Well, I mean, yeah, it was never going to be like an open-world game. It should be a game, though. Yeah. That'd be awesome. 60-hour RPG. Yeah, it should be a little, like, four-minute <laughs> or however long flight simulator where everyone can do what they want, and you try to get a high score instead of just listening to a dude barking orders at you. I think that'd be great. Yeah, but also kids and people who don't know how to do that's, stuff yeah, that's true fuck i miss disney quest christ yeah what's up anyway anyway disney quest is like a giant arcade should we talk about charlie do you the, want to talk about the nba the experience yeah I've, you guys we didn't do it we don't know it could have been good no it's not disney quest died so that nba jam experience the show can live it fucking sucks disney quest was a five-story arcade completely dilapidated in the last decade full of these old arcade games and vr experience that have been totally obsolete for years it was incredible incredible <laughs> and then they tore it down last year to make an nba merchandise store and a three-point shooting game so fucking stupid yeah who the gives NBA. a fuck about the nba the nba experience whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. isn't like the nba one of the most famous sports brands in the world like most viewed it's, no. it's even like broken into the chinese market and makes bank over in china well it might be like internationally but i feel like nba is just not very popular college basketball mm. is what's more popular march madness and shit the nba is boring as fuck why Wait, why is it boring <laughs> as fuck yeah <laughs> Because there's literally no defense in the NBA. It's just people go one side, shoot, misses, rebound, other side, shoot, miss, rebound. Nope, now they dunked. It's boring. There's no, like, passion in it. College basketball, When this is when I used to be a sports fan. College basketball is fun. That's everyone competing to make it to the NBA, show that they're the best, pride in the school. No one has pride in their fucking teams in the NBA. Look at LeBron. 
dude shits on his hometown constantly, then goes back to his hometown. Oh, uh, no well, one cares. Well, the whole point that teams it's a passionless are, sport. The whole point that teams are based off of locations is a fucking scam. It's like take uh, take the Miami Heat for example. I love the Miami Heat; they're the best. Did you know that every single player isn't from Miami? What the fuck? What's the point? Are you serious? What's the point? It it it's a scam to get people invested. You could you could call maybe them they the, really like Miami. The, no, you could call them the intergalactic heat. It'd be the same exact team. You could call yeah, them. Yeah, but the team is based in Miami, not intergalactic space. Yeah, but none of the players are from it, and even the people who own so? the team most of the time aren't from where it's from. So what's the point? But the headquarters, but the headquarters are in Miami. Yeah, because that's where it sells. That's where they want to sell it. You could change the Miami Heat to be the Houston Heat. It'd be the same exact team. And the same boring fucking sport. NBA is the worst goddamn thing to watch. Oh, well. Maybe one day. Anyway, Disney Quest died so that piece of shit could live. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We need to give it to the the respect it deserves. Just what I fucking wanted is to go to a goddamn merchandise store and pay $50 so I can do three-point shooting on an indoor court. (laughs) Yippee. You know, that was was something I kind of uh, noticed over at Disney. It seemed like there was a lot of merch in places you bought, you, like, paid for the privilege to buy stuff. Well, very interesting. A lot of theme parks seem like they're becoming that. Like Legoland was like that. Disney's kind of like that, where you pay to get in just so you can pay to buy things. Uh, Legoland was not like that. Legoland had so much. Uh, Legoland Name one had thing way more besides Brickbeard that Legoland had. Legoland had so much shit. Are you kidding me? Legoland <laughs> was filled to the brim with activities. They had fried apples and Brickbeard. <laughs> oh. Do you even need anything else? We, they also had that thing where you held yourself up on the bar and you had to wait a minute. You had to last a minute holding onto a, yeah. like a pull-up bar. That was cool. It wasn't even a Lego pull-up bar, also, though. It was like jungle-themed. To, to be fair, there were, there, there were a fair few rides in Legoland. We just didn't... Yeah, we weren't going to we wait. We weren't able to ride them. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't too keen on waiting an hour and 15 minutes for a kiddie roller coaster. So did you get to ride anything? No, I don't living with we the land. We went to two theme parks in America. And we didn't. Well, ride these a these two thing. are lame anyway because neither of them ride roller coasters. I, I ride roller coasters, just not the ones that do inversions. Uh, and the, shit. So not the fun ones. Come on. I don't. Oh, wait, those are pretty fun ones. What do you mean? Why not? Are you talking to you me? You don't like. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Like, you don't like real roller coasters. I just coasters. get like motion. Yeah, I get I get sick if I do flips and shit. That's, That's kind of the you point. Pay. That's why you pop Dramamine and just hop on every ride. It works. Yeah, I guess I could. Yeah, I did that. I I always take one when I get to the park just in case. Like I usually don't need it, but then I can just do the rides all day. It's great. I'll well, work. I'm sorry to hear this, Jackson. <laughs> hey, you know, it's not just me. You. Charlie does as well. Yeah, no, it's I only mean, sad when you do it. Ish. I'm I'm talking about your whole experience of wanting to have a oh, nice yeah. Star Wars Lego Disney holiday and not getting to do any of yeah, it. Yeah, they really so. fucked that up. Well, he liked Legoland. You don't have to feel sorry there. We all had fun at Legoland. Yeah, Legoland was great. Yeah, but the entire trip was designated to make fun of my hobby stills. <laughs> it still had that sour taste. <laughs> it wasn't like taking a... Well, it kind of was like taking a child to his dream location, but it, it was... It made me uncomfortable knowing that I was there as like a Make-A-Wish kid. <laughs> right, we all wanted to go to Legoland. It was fun. 
You wanted to go there because of me. Exactly. Why does that matter? I wanted you to go there because of your own passion. <laughs> your own desire for Lego. No one's going to have that passion for Lego, Jackson. Unless they're seven. Did, did you get any Lego souvenirs? You bet your ass uh, he did. He got a yeah. hat that said, best day ever. Oh. We also no, bought I mean, the Taj like the, Mahal there. The one millionth Lego block built in Legoland or something. Some souvenir. Did you get to uh, buy or did no, you have to stand cool. in line? We got the Taj Mahal Lego set. But that's over at Charlie's, so I didn't get to keep it. It wasn't like a souvenir. <laughs> no. Jeez. Okay. We didn't even complete that. Kaya, does... Uh... Does Turkey have any tourist no. attractions like that at all? <laughs> like theme parks no. or anything? No? Not even uh, for the no. people? You, you You've asked me this different... before. I think right. last week. Yeah, do you think fact. you would be a different person if there was a Disney World uh, Turkey? Like, do you think you would have more joy in your life? Do you think you would have had a better upbringing? Uh, well, Does I Disney mean... lead to a better, better like childhood or... or society <laughs> maybe I, <don't, laughs> I wouldn't know i grew up my you know all my disney age years which is like zero to 12 years old i spent in germany growing up so yeah i wouldn't have tried zero to 40 wait okay. what age do you stop walking zero to 65 baby <laughs> those are your disney years <laughs> I know we don't have anything massive, unfortunately. <laughs> we don't have anything. We have Wikipedia now, Jackson. I don't know if you've heard. I've told the boys here, but Wikipedia is unbanned in Turkey now. Is it like a censored version still? Heavily curated? I don't know. How do you How do you know you're <laughs> looking at the correct Wikipedia? Yeah, I bet it's like an That's edited a version where you're getting all incorrect information and you've got no way to prove it. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. But it's unbanned. So every, every article every article talks about how great Stop. you know who is. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I could be talking about anyone. Any Turkish. I'm talking leader. about Walt Disney. Oh, classic. Mm. Yeah. What a visionary. Yeah. Good old Disney. Oh, well. Are you anyway, happy to be back home, after- Jackson? Uh, yeah, yeah. It, uh, going over was more difficult than coming back, surprisingly. The two trips over were full of turbulence, and I had jet lag for a little while after landing. But coming back was, like, super easy, and, and I, was, I had a bit of jet lag for the first day, but then after that I was straight back to normal. It was good. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm a seasoned traveler now. Maybe I'm used to it. <laughs> Where's next on the Jackson tour? Um, well, I would like, yeah, I would like to go to Tokyo, Japan. I think we might be doing that later this year. And then, oh, Andrew, mm. we should do that together. We should meet up in Tokyo. Fuck yeah, I got my passport. Do I can a series do it. of videos and such. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. You guys are more than welcome to join us. We can make it an official trip. Not happen. Yeah, that's uh, that's a flight. That's a long flight. Yep. If you, if you yeah, and Kaya want to join us for a roughly 18-hour flight, you're more than welcome to. Nope. Not for me, for once. It'll only be a crisp eight-hour flight. Oh, oh, that's fair. That's totally true. I didn't even think of that. I, I, my brain thought you were going to fly here first and we'd fly together. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Keep it company on the plane, thing. Jackson. Come on. <laughs> yeah, fly fucking 40 hours. <laughs> I'll do it. I got no problem with that. You will. Yeah, I kind of have to. Is there realistically no no place on the planet that you would go to, Charlie? Like, if we said, hey, we're going to have a holiday in Kazakhstan, would you would you come? Like, what place would that be? Why no, I mean, Japan would be your best bet. Just, I don't Japan wouldn't be our best bet? Yeah, I just don't want to fly. You, so you what would rather fly? Taking you would land rather... routes. Well, you can't. I don't think there's any land routes that get you from America to Japan. There isn't. Okay, land and sea routes. <laughs> there is. <laughs> I would absolutely not take a sea route, not to Japan. <laughs> Why not? That sounds like the most dangerous fucking trip. How is that dangerous? How is that dangerous? You could just go on a nice cruise. Oh yeah, those always work out. They yeah, never get stranded fun. with shit overflowing in the toilets yeah. and pirates kidnapping them and fucking what, getting shot down by Iran. Name to name, name a, a great boating disaster that's ever happened. You can't. Somalian pirates. Titanic. Oh, I said it is like name. Oh, all right, Titanic. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but that, that was that was a that was a mistake. That was How one about that in, Carnival like, that cruise liner that got stuck out in the ocean for like six days with no power, and it was covered in shit. Don't know what you're talking about. We didn't yeah, know ice broke out. That's why Titanic happened. It, did it no. actually? But it got. Oh, what about crazy. A, what about what that, if I was on board? Yeah. <laughs> What about that cruise captain that was doing like donuts and drifting into the sandbar and flipped over the cruise a couple years ago? Uh, Costa, Costa Concordia. Holy yeah. shit! I didn't know about that. Yeah, but that that didn't kill anyone, right? I'm pretty sure everyone got off safely. It still sucks, oh, Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, you've you've only named like two two events, and one of them happened like 120 years ago. Yeah, it still happened. Yeah, but we've grown. We've, well, how many cruises go from fucking continent to continent? A lot. There's cruises from Florida to Japan? Oh, I don't know. No, but there's... But maybe. No, you'd have to take, like, a series of... You'd have to hitchhike, yeah. take trains. Yeah. I mean, a ton of oh. a ton of cruises go from, like, mainland islands, island nations. Yeah. Still, though. So I mean, there's a country, reason... But. There's a reason literally every celebrity has his own private jet instead of a private boat that they used to get to the Grammys and shit. Yeah. It's almost like air travel is the literal safest travel we have. Yeah, it doesn't and mean scariest. you can trust it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you need scary. to learn to conquer your fear yeah, like you me. You learn to the, stop being a pussy. <laughs> the, best, the best thing that I was able, like, that I did that kind of alleviated my fears of flying was I learned how to fly in Microsoft what? flight simulator. My... What are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? I strapped myself into Microsoft flight simulator <laughs> and for like 10 hours, I just <laughs> went over all of the controls of a plane <laughs> just in case there was an issue mid flight and I could break in and <laughs> land the bird. Take so over. What a hero. That's so cute. Yeah. So you're more scared of not turbulence, but one like both of the pilots somehow becoming incapacitated. It's I, it's just a fear, like a lack of control, I guess, like not being able to. Jackson, still a lack of control, like what happens. Both of those pilots need to be uh, somehow knocked unconscious, and then you know the central command has to decide. You know what? Instead of remote controlling this bitch, 
we're gonna go to the cabin and ask like hey is there are there any pilots on board oh my god and then instead of some seasons pilot on say, board, I've done 10 hours in Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> Give me the joystick. Then they look at me like, joystick? I what think the 9-11 hijackers have more than 10 hours, Jackson. I think you're going to have to try a little more than that to well, yeah, they went, safe landing. But they weren't trying to land the plane. No, oh, well, they were still they, aiming. I, potato, I feel, potato. I feel like I'd be much more comfortable on a flight if they all came with those jet... E- uh, ejector seats where you like pull underneath your seat and it just fires you out the top of the plane yeah with a parachute yeah yeah and an oxygen that's, tank mm-hmm that's what i'd want so you, like instead much... of like the little oxygen mask that drops down and does fucking nothing they gave me like a full like jet fighters helmet and then i pull on my seat and it launches me through the roof but and then i have a you're parachute. so much more likely to die from that fall than the airplane going down though yeah no, not with That's a parachute. That's absolutely not true. Yeah. Airplanes yeah. don't go down why do, why how you, do you think, think they, they do. It... They're designed to glide. Your seat isn't. Yeah. What? No. Yeah. Andrew, why do you think what they put them in fighter about? jets? <laughs> when, when those things are crashing, the pilot ejects himself. They get to live because those things come with a parachute. The yeah, but you're not on a fighter seats. jet. Fighter jets are going like Mach 2. The airplane can glide right, so and gradually even, it, slow down. It's an even more extreme condition whereas in a plane it should be even easier to eject somebody and have them live there's also no way to get through the ceiling of the airplane you would have well, to that's what the they have to figure out of it off. exactly yeah, that's gonna make things way worse because the g-force is gonna flip the plane in midair so what? Everyone's seat would have that. So you just do like a coordinated countdown. Like, That's all right, everyone, so get think, ready to pull the ejector. Th- think how giant... You'll initiate takeoff over the slightest turbulence, Think Charlie, how ginormous a air. fucking airliner is. You're asking for the entire ceiling to immediately rip off. The G-force from that's going to send that thing into a death spin. Which is pro- yeah, which it's it already in a death already spin. That's the situation. No, it's not. Yes. Yes. Planes don't death yeah, spin like that. it is. What like the that. fuck do you think happens when Iran sh- shot that one plane? It's already in a death spin. There's a, you think those oxygen masks are going to help when you have no wings anymore? It doesn't matter if you can still breathe for the last three seconds of your life. <laughs> Eject me. Eject me. I'll take your... I'll take my... Just... You know what? Don't even eject me. Just open the fucking emergency door. I'll jump. I'll take my chances. <laughs> I just don't want to... <laughs> even that's better... Than being stuck in a metal flaming tube. <laughs> yeah, just every... <laughs> how, like, when it's going to its death... Like, every single plane crash will end with the, its roof, like, opening up and the, the plane start flipping and then ejecting dead bodies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like a confetti cannon of dead the bodies. The G-force of that is going to kill you on its own. <laughs> yeah, it's going to snap your neck as no, soon as you leave. You, you don't know yeah, that, okay? How do the fi- well? How do the fighter jets not get their nuts? A fighter jet is time? so much smaller than a fucking aircraft, and the lid is made to come off. Yeah, but plus the, the, the G force is the, the same when you eject. No, do they, it's do not. They usually eject. The G force is much higher. The G force is speed. Ima- no, it's not. Imagine how much explosive you would need to blow the roof off of a jumbo jet. You don't blow the roof off it. Yes, it doesn't you blow do. off on a jet. There are no, little you don't tiny to explosives in a jet that scrap. explode the roof off. That's the point. That's how you don't slam right. into you it. Can you can do the same thing on a. You can do the same thing on an airplane. You don't how have to launch the thing off? through the stratosphere. They have to you... blow the roof off quickly and immediately, otherwise your ejector seat would slam you into the cockpit and kill you. 
they have to right, explode you do the it same off. thing the point. on a passenger jet you don't have to launch the thing up to the moon you just have to get it out of the way yeah do you know how hard that is to do when you're going like 500 miles an hour how much yeah, I don't know how hard it is, and yes, I highly doubt is. you do either. I highly doubt you know the aerodynamics of this. I just plus, want Elon Musk to hear this and give it a shot. Plus the Damn cockpit it, is made out of a my life. Plus the cockpit he- uh, roof is made out of a different material. It's like fiberglass or some shit or whatever it is. The fucking roof of a jumbo jet is not. It's not this easily blow off lightweight material. Well, then they can change Fighter, it. No, they can't. Fighter pilots have equipment and are trained for that, that kind too. of stuff as well. I'll go through training, survive the plane crash training. I'll happily sign up for that. You're ejecting babies into the stratosphere at the slightest bit of turbulence. Oh, fuck the babies. Well, no, it wouldn't be this? just a one think... passenger. How about this? Let's let's treat. Uh, planes like uh, boats. Let's have emergency life-saving boats where, you know, it's like a little oh, like capsule. Little smaller planes attached to the side. Yeah, or like a little indestructible capsule. You know how they have the black boxes that are practically impossible to destroy unless it lands in a literal volcano? Make a whole little mini one-person ship or like a ten-person little capsule. It'll be, you know, of course, women and children first, but of course, you know... When shit hits the fan, you're going to slaughter and maim all the women and children to get in there first. You're not going to be a gentleman when the plane is crashing. So I'm going to get in there. Maybe one or two other people are going (laughs) to, they can get their, make their way in there. If you're nice enough, I'll let Charlie in and then we'll lock the door and we'll eject ourselves. And then that black box is going to hurtle to the earth and slam into the ground and kill all of you. (laughs) It's going to have a parachute. (laughs) You you work on the assumption that we're just dropping like a rock. It's going to have parachutes. Yeah, it could it it could unfold its own wings. We could even make our original destination. <laughs> oh, like a plane? <laughs> <laughs> the butler inside serving you champagne. How is that any more safe than? Because <laughs> it's made out of a black I look at Charlie like, and you're did, not. Did, did we leave the Did we leave the flight attendant behind? Damn it! I gotta have to get my own vodka. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're, like say- what you're saying is your plan to escape a crashing airplane is to get into a smaller more confined airplane made out of a stronger yes, material uh, and yeah. why don't they just make exactly. planes out of black box material then <laughs> planes don't like fucking crumple when they hit the ground you ever notice how the whole shell stays intact most of the time why? What, what plane crashes no, are you talking doesn't. about? You're talking about the ones that come on takeoff. I'm talking about the ones like midair or on um, uh, landing. Those fucking incinerate. Like, think about the guy yeah, in Germany who just crashed it into a mountain. They turn uh, a hundred into a mountain. crumbles. It's di- there's a difference between hitting something intact. head on and hitting something from the bottom. It's totally yeah, different. It, yeah, it still blows up. There's still a lot of fuel on that thing. All of it blows up. I want something small and compact no, made out he, of... He's right. There, there is usually a lot of wreckage. Stuff. Yeah, there's hmm? a lot of wreckage. People, there is a lot people of survive plane yeah, crashes. Of course, there's a lot of wreckage. It doesn't suddenly pop out of existence. It's just a bunch of metal pieces strewn around a five-kilometer range yeah. around the so, crash okay, site. Okay, let's, let's, let's take your, yeah. your fucking elevator from the end of Willy Wonka here. How are you piloting it? You said it's got parachutes? Right? Is that what yeah. you said? I don't care where okay, it lands okay, as okay. long hang as it on, doesn't hang on, land hang on. like a meteor. So it, so it has parachutes. So you're <laughs> you're a thousand feet in the air or however high. Do you really want to trust that nothing will rip that parachute the entire time you're plummeting down for hours? 
It really? works for, for astronauts, hours. Andrew. How do you think they re-enter the atmosphere? They can literally enter from space, but you can't save me from a fucking plane? Come on. Yeah, it's not like Boeing isn't even trying. Down. Yeah, it's not going to immediately activate yes. the parachute. That makes no sense. It dropped the parachute just like it would in a skydiver when it's towards the bottom. You would have to yeah. activate the parachute. Yeah, you're going to you're gonna have to slow to that thing down. If you're if you're ejecting from that thing while the plane is going down, you're going to be going insanely fast in a tiny box. And you're probably going to be passed out from the altitude. Yeah, that too. Yeah, by yeah, the way, still, you guys are assuming you can do astronauts. all of this while the plane is flying at, like, however fast. This is going to be astronauts way harder than you Astronauts are always in think. controlled situations. Yeah. They have the easiest job. Yeah. Well, the pilots don't do Yeah, they have the easiest job. <laughs> astronauts <laughs> just do what they're told. They were gonna fucking send Big Bird into space. You think you think they'd send Big Bird into space if it wasn't easy? No, I, I think it should be easy. I don't know why. Why don't they just attach? Hmm. No, no. I, I I want an escape capsule. That's yeah, what I want. I, I do. What? See, this is what I'm imagining right now. You guys know those massive jumbo jets that have like a huge thing on the bottom of them? I'm thinking for Kai and I's innovative design, that would just be like another black box, small plane, like super, super indestructible. And if something's yeah. going wrong with the top one, you already have a pilot planted in that smaller one below. <laughs> and then the seats like recline back and you fall into like, the small. The exact and then same if the plane crashes, you're one. not going to be any safer. Yeah, but it's Just a lot stronger recline. this time. It doesn't. It's a lot leather. stronger is so stupid. You're still falling to the ground, at, uh, however fast. It doesn't yeah, matter how I, strong again, the metal you're forgetting around about you the parachute. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is you want to create a giant fucking parachute for a jumbo jet? Yes, but no, just for the capsule, kind of. Yeah, it's cheaper that way. Just for Kaya. Yeah, <laughs> no, not just for me. I, I told you for all on board, but it can only house like ten people, just like you know those little escape boats on the cruise ships. And then it's uh, on the on the plane. It'll be a little battle royale for who can make it to the capsule. Yeah, your capsule's definitely me, not getting to you. I'm gonna start punching bitches. I'm gonna yeah, trample. Yeah. People. There's no way you're gonna get into that capsule if you have everyone fighting for it. There's no. I'm just gonna book a seat on it to be safe every time. Like I won't. Well, I oh, will. oh, stand back, it. everybody! I know you want to get in the life saving capsule, but he bought his ticket. It's he's got well, the ticket. No, 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 please. He hit his fucking knife from when they were doling out the food. I'm I'm getting on that goddamn capsule if the plane is going down. You kidding me? It sounds like you're taking the plane people. down and then conveniently escaping. You're <laughs> causing the, the plane to descend. <laughs> I'm surprised you guys aren't lightning proofing your house right now or something. You're far more likely to get killed by that shit. Oh, look at Andrew, the big bald man. He's not afraid of anything. Oh, I'm not. Look at you. <laughs> uh, but the statistics I am, I am not afraid. At, I'm not afraid at all of dying in an airplane crash. You're more likely to be killed well, by a falling be. coconut than a fucking airplane crash. Yeah, no crash. shit. Yeah, okay, so if why I aren't you guys you wearing helmets all needle. the time? Go wear your helmet, Kai, you with a bloody needle and, and I told you, you know what? If I pricked you with a bloody needle and you got mm -hmm. all paranoid about diseases and I told you, you know, statistically, it's insanely unlikely that you That's will ever die of AIDS-related illness. That is exactly no, the same, though. Different. That's completely different. That's completely different. Like, oh, statistically, you can just take antiretrovirals. Kaya, that's it's like me saying a, if you walked outside and I threw coconuts at your head and went, oh, are you afraid of falling coconuts now? That's because I'm making it happen. 
That's totally That's what you do when different. you get into an I airplane. Get any though. of these examples? That's not. But, tr- oh my god, it is. It's the same. Like so there's nothing that you're afraid of, where you have zero empathy for somebody else who might be afraid of things that you aren't afraid of, and you think it's so insane and incredible that anyone could possibly think that way. No, when I'm sure I you have fears that, that the rest of us would laugh at. Absolutely. I just don't see so then what's the issue? irrational fears are irrational. That's all I'm saying. There's no reason to think that. I understand why you have that fear, but I, I don't think there's a justification for it. Yeah, we, we're not justifying our fears. We're not saying this makes sense. And you know yeah, what? You're trying we're to come right. up with these fucking supervillain plans to escape the plane. <laughs> because it's fun and I want to live. <laughs> You will yeah. live. Yeah, you will live because it's safe. Well, maybe not yeah, for you, no, but still, for the three of us. If it was up to me, if I was like a billionaire, like Elon Musk, I'd have my private plane. It would have this built-in bubble system where, you know, at the first sign of turbulence, it immediately inflates a gigantic, like, bubble, massive bubble of uh, balls. So even if we crash, it just, we bounce. Uh, <laughs> parachutes. It fills the plane with rubber have, so you bounce off the ground. Yeah, I, I would have like 10 US <laughs> F-22 Raptors just guarding me like bodyguards from anything in the air. If there's a, if there's so much as a Falcon, I want to shot down with a Hellfire missile. Um, only then will I air travel safely and comfortably. So what's your what's your you and Charlie, what's your ideal solution to this? You you you're in the future. You have new technologies. You want teleportation. <laughs> you want you want to go yeah, to no. the far ends of the globe. What is your yes, this will work and be a good idea. I would move all the continents into a new Pangea. So yes. then we, I'd <laughs> walk to Japan. Terraforming. <laughs> Terraforming. It's that you easy. still have to fly to the Japanese part mm-hmm. of that. You didn't no, let me no, finish no, no, my no. scheme. <laughs> I'd make I'd make bullet trains much more efficient, just like in Tokyo yes. and everywhere. Bullet trains are already efficient. Yeah, exactly. But, but I'd make them even more right. efficient to go between, you know, Florida to Japan. You know what an yes. efficient bullet train is? A plane. <laughs> Dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's not even a train. Fucking retarded. It's in the air. How yeah, is it that's, safe? Okay, that's a question then, Charlie. Would you ride them if they were called air trains? Oh my god, so dumb. <laughs> you guys don't get it, man. We have so, this you instinctual... Guys saying, you guys, sh- wait, 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 wait. You guys are saying that the most efficient and safest form of travel is if they just catapult you into the sky and you use a fucking, uh, what do you call it, uh, parachute to land. That's all you guys want. Yeah, yeah, that's just a safety boat. It's but look, apparently you guys is the safest form of you travel. already well, agree. It's not a form right? of travel. It's a form of control. Dropping in a disaster. Listen, you already agreed that the <laughs> scariest places on Earth or off Earth would be space and the depths of the ocean, right? So clearly, we're all more comfortable on the surface, right? Where our foot is on the ground. That's it. It's, it's that's comfortable. All we've ever known. If you were born in space, right. and lived in space, you'd think space yeah, was safe. You were born in space. Yeah, but I'm not born in space, am I, Jackson? I'm born on Earth. <laughs> this is all I've known. I <laughs> wanted my feet to be on Earth. Turkey I want to be on pretty, the surface. Pretty I much think... space to me. I don't. I wouldn't feel safe in Turkey or any kind of other place that I wasn't born. So let me let I me guys ask think. let me ask you guys another another question. Do you ever go to the top of a tall building? Fuck no. That's the, uh, that's the not, least safe not place you, to Jackson. be. Those two. The fear of flying boys. Well, it depends on how tall. Well, yeah, I'll go there unless but, there's like some Al-Qaeda plot against it. But what if the it. building collapses? 
He's got your uh, yeah. buildings Same on exact collapse thing. every now and then. Plane you know, goes down, building, building, isn't plane goes down building collapses. It's more how likely that building collapses than the plane goes down. I'd like to okay, see the Andrew, statistics how many, on spontaneous building collapses. Yeah, how many statistics are there on skyscrapers just falling over versus planes? How many Empire State Buildings have you heard of just spontaneously toppling? I'm, uh, in like major metropolitan areas, probably not. But in places like, I don't know, the Middle East, maybe. Even the Middle East has the highest uh, skyscraper. You can descend yeah, prick what you're talking Saudi about Arabia the as the Burj Khalifa. Like, it it's the biggest building it's on the, the planet. Same yeah, thing, it's almost it's probably gonna collapse any day now. Look, at the same time, it's <laughs> still completely statistical improbable things, but one of them scares you and one of them doesn't when it's the same consequence. Look, I, I just why. think the the scraper is still it's still part of human I'm still on the surface technically, okay? Man man was not meant to fly, all right? I don't think I think it's unnatural. I don't think it's right. I think Why it's a slippery slope. Why they give us that technology then? I, I listen. I think it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Eve on a plane. Okay, it's unnatural. It was never meant to be. I think planes are a dangerous I, technology. It should I love be banned. Planes. Adam and Eve would have flown. I think planes. I just cool. think we need to get to a modern solution where we just reinvent the Pangea and make bullet trains better. <laughs> Jesus could have done a lot more good if he had a first-class ticket to anywhere on the planet. <laughs> he could, can't, couldn't he teleport or something? Why does he need a plane? I don't think that was within his power level, was it? He had the. He's he gone. He's everywhere. He better be. Oh, able he did to teleport. teleport out of that cave, didn't he? Or did he just move the rock? Did he <laughs> have super strength of teleportation? Know. I'm a bit confused. Yeah, that's couldn't teleport off the, the cross. Was was the rock moved or not? Because that would mean Jesus either has super strength or teleportation. That's two different things. Yeah. Who knows? I'll take either one to escape planes. <laughs> I love planes. Would you try... When a, was the last time you flew, Andrew? Uh, like earlier or later last year in the middle of... I flew to Chicago. Uh, trying mm. to remember when. I think September? Somewhere around there. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I went away for yeah. like four days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love flying. Yeah, I, I fly regularly, actually. Okay, your last time was like five months ago. It's not that regular. I'm going to go again soon. I, I don't know why you'd it. consider flying to be like the fun experience, though. You always talk about it's flying so positively. Yeah, it's definitely not fun. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. have to be fun. I, I don't Look, man, that. when I get on a plane, I sit down. It's a necessary evil. I mean, to when I end. get on a plane, I sit down mm. and I go, ah, I have no cell signal. I'm in a comfy seat. I got my switch. I'm just going to play video games for the next however many hours and have someone bring me a Coke or a water. And that's it. That's it. That's my yeah, day that for the next old. four hours. Not if you that play gets a good old game. after two hours. Yeah, or you Sitting can on a plane for 20 hours is not fun at all. Well, 20 hours, yeah, have. but... But yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't mind it. I never mind that stuff. Well, it's not that you don't mind it. You actively say you love flying. Yeah, it's fun. That's very different than just not minding it. <laughs> I don't know. It's just to me, it's exciting because you get on the plane, you're going somewhere, you're on a trip. You don't have to do anything for the next couple hours. I get to play games that I've been wanting to play. Like, What's the downside to flying? So so it's basically akin to being stre- like locked in a uh, featureless room with a Nintendo Switch. Yeah, you. I'm fine with that. I mean, there yeah, are, there are downsides, like you can't go anywhere and you're stuck with other people, but... You, it's easy to ignore them for me. Uh, you just made that sound like an upside. 
you just contradicted the previous sentence. You're saying it's nice. I don't have to do anything. Kind of sucks that I can't do anything. Which no, is I meant you can't. You can't go anywhere. You're stuck in the plane. Like if you want to go do, there's limitations. Yeah, there's limitations to what you can do. Like I, I can't stand up and start screaming bomb all I want. That's not really allowed. But how often do you do that? Eh, you know when the mood strikes. But I, I, I just don't think flying's that big of a deal. You just tune everyone out and you got some time to yourself. And then you're going yeah, somewhere fun. Can, Either you're going somewhere fun or you're going back home. I can definitely definitely understand the distaste for flying from both a fear perspective and a lack of enjoyment perspective, though it is, to me, a miserable experience. Now, what I will give you guys whatever. on that topic, the airport is a miserable experience. I fucking hate airports. Anyone? No? Mm. Okay. No. Indifferent. Really? I think the yeah. airport's the worst part. They fucking harass you. They jam you in that line. They got it. They like the worst thing is when you get to the security check and they're like, keep the line moving, keep it moving. But you're like in the middle of taking your fucking belt and your shoes off. So you're just fumbling around with your pants falling around your ankles. But they're like, keep moving, keep going, move the line up. Like, I, I can't stand that shit. Yeah, most most of the people at airports are either miserable or dumb as fuck. I swear, I swear airports make people like 10 times dumber than they actually are. The amount of times people would just stop in the middle of the line and I'd try to have to push past them because they were just confused or they weren't sure if they were in the right line or anything. Yeah. You go to the fucking airport and they're like, keep your laptop in the bag. Do not take out laptops. And then later some other guy goes, make sure to remove all laptops from your bag. And it's just, God, the fucking security and how crowded and trying to find your gate and ugh. Yeah. Once you're in the airport, it's mm. not as bad, but getting there, like dropping off or parking, going through security until you get to your gate. Airports are just shit. I hate them. Oh, well, Andrew, I think the, you know, security going through it is so much fun. It's enjoyable. I don't have to do anything. I can just tune out, take out my switch and just play with it while I go through security. <laughs> That's right. See you how retarded that sounds while you're in the security you. line. I've seen that happen. That's right. <laughs> Uh, yeah no they are really annoying though yeah that's the reason i I didn't take anything this time on my trip to turkey is i didn't take my mic my anything it's i tried to be as minimal as possible and still you still get fucking harassed by these complete monkeys who've apparently never seen a microphone or a switch or anything it's like he just stares at it going what's this yeah why do you need all actually i've gotten stopped a good number of times just because i had a microphone or something in my bag so they had to like check it by hand Going through the airport on my trip to America was the first time that I've ever had the more strenuous kind of, uh, what do you call it, like pat down security method where they put you in a, a, a high pressure box and scan you and then and then grope you once you hop out. And honestly, that's the only way I travel now. That If I could opt into that every single time, I would because it got me through the line somehow far quicker than, than the, uh, than the normal route. What do you mean high pressure box? Like they, they, I don't know. It's like a a scanner that closes the doors and something buzzes around you and shit. Do you have know, to lift your arms above scanner. your head? Yeah, 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 it's yeah, pretty standard yeah. now. They don't have that in yeah, Australia. Least, well, I've been a, very no, no. Usually we just go through the the ones that beep. Oh as wow, you pass no. In America, it's pretty standard now that they it's a big tube and you walk in one side and you raise your arms above your head and it does a full body scan and then you walk out and if nothing happens, you're good. Yeah, it's the same yeah, in yeah. Europe. Yeah. 
anyway, you had you you had to be selected to go through that one, and then they they pat you down and tickle tickle your taint and all that kind of stuff, and then they wave you through. But it took me like at least twice as fast as it would have just going through the standard route because people take forever to put the stuff on the trays and whatnot. Yeah. See, I'd be paranoid. I, I didn't know you that. guys still had those old school metal scanners. Like it's a fucking mall security cop just checking your bag or something. If I went through that tube that scans you, I'd go up to the TSA agent and just, you know, snitch on everyone else. Like, hey, you see that guy there? Kind of looks shifty. Make sure he's good. I think he's on my plane. Put him in the tube. I'd be an asshole. <laughs> I want to feel safe. Well, that's uh, that's what Israel does. Job. In the Israeli airport. Have you guys read into that at all? Yeah, Israeli Tel Aviv. Yeah, Israeli airport is fucking nuts. It's fascinating. One of the things that they do is they give you like a boarding pass, like not a boarding pass, but with your boarding pass, they give you an ID card and on it, they have a number and it goes from one to six. And the higher it is, the more likely of a threat you are. (laughs) Yeah, we've we've talked about this on the podcast before. I won't dive into it, but it's fascinating. But yeah. You wouldn't be able to get away with doing something like that in America. Not though. at all. They, I mean, they out, they outright admit they racially profile passengers. There's no way in hell in America that would fly. Well, at least not in the open. Mm. Yeah. Alrighty, let's wrap. I want to get to sleep. 3 a.m., baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, then wrap us, Jackson. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode. Thank you. God, thank you so much, guys, for having me on this episode. It was really nice to uh, to see what this official podcast was all about. Do you want to shout really out your nice. stuff? Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you're interested in seeing what I get up to in the future, you can follow me over at the official podcast. I'll probably be back. Here's hoping. Yeah, it's, uh, your Here's website hoping is my, my patreon.com slash the official podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, send me and money we can listen there. to your really show on. Um, I'm living on the streets. Where can we hear your show? Oh. Spotify, iTunes. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with the joke now. <laughs> this is this has been four weeks of agony. Of, do you actually quit, Jackson? Oh, thank God you're back. Wait, you quit again? <laughs> All right, what was that comment you linked? To your I, fault. I wish Jackson. Uh, I wish Kaya, Andrew, and Charlie would be nicer to Jackson. You don't know what you have until it's gone. <laughs> yeah. What, what the fuck is wrong with you, cunts? Can, can't you just let the man be on the podcast and enjoy his time with all of you? None of you show Jackson enough love, and this is why this has to happen. You don't know what you got until it's oh, gone. Man. Thank you, Boxcar J- Jakey, for standing up for Jackson when no one else would appreciate it. <laughs> it was cute getting those comments. <laughs> And it is nice to uh, for someone to finally put you pricks into your place. Well, it's kind of fucked up that you anyway. said that, Jackson. Why can't you just let us enjoy the show? Yeah, that was kind yeah, of fucked up. I let you, I let you enjoy again. 160 yeah, episodes. Get out of here. I let you enjoy 160 episodes at my expense. Now it's Jackson's time. Well, you got your one. Yeah, now stop to leave it. again. All right. Yeah, I'm leaving. <laughs> See you, everyone. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>